Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the podcast where I get to sit down with Anthony, and uh, we're going to talk about the budget bow build and some other stuff that we got going on, things that we're looking forward to. This is really getting back into the saddle from not uploading in February, which I apologize about doing. We went from uploading three times a week to not uploading once in February, but uh, we're back in the saddle. We're going to be uploading twice a week moving forward until we get to the busy season of podcasting, which will be... Uh, before hunting season and through hunting season where I'm going to try and get three out a week when people are really, really hungry for the information. Uh, we'll get more bang for our buck for the effort. So uh, for the folks that are listening throughout the year, though, you're still going to get the two a week. And I really appreciate everybody hanging out and uh, being huge supporters of the podcast. We had uh, a few patrons sign up yesterday when I announced that we we're going to do the, uh, the Elk River Archery Arrow build. And uh, some guys were wanting to get entered in that. So last minute, they, they, we had three patrons register. And then um, to, say, to say thank you, I did an immediately another, uh, uh, on the next episode, uh, giveaway for those folks, um, including the old patrons. But I want to give everybody a chance to win again uh, to say thank you to the patrons. So I still plan on doing non-patron giveaways as well. They just won't be as sweet as the patron giveaways. So if you guys want to get entered in those things, be part of the podcast, have a say in where the, uh, you know, the conversation goes, and basically just really have a more in-depth feel, have more access to me and the guests, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash onpointpodcast. And right now, any amount gets you in, but there will be tiers in the future, uh, so just be aware of that. But as always, guys, so this one's about the uh, kind of a BS session, going over the budget build, like I said, getting back into the saddle. And uh, it's a short, the next two episodes, this one and the next one, are both going to be shorter episodes. But uh, definitely, definitely entertaining as always. Me and Anthony, I think it's just two buddies getting together and, and uh, you know, not afraid to pull punches at each other and poke fun. So I really appreciate the, uh, the conversation and the dynamic between him and I. And I uh, look forward to hearing what you guys think. So I'll see you at the end of the episode, guys. Bye. Uh, so in an hour or so this is this is more of a uh, catch up because I haven't uploaded in over a month and uh, it's crazy how quickly time goes by when you're not uploading and then you're like shit I haven't uploaded in a month and I was doing three a week in January you just take a swig of that good sir and uh, so long story short this is a, a catch up episode slash drawing a name for the Elk River Archery Arrow Build episode and uh, today, I well, I actually have it, have it sitting right here. Um, I have the last accessory to the budget bill build, which Anthony uh, completely pushed out on. No, I'm still there. <laughs> I just haven't started. Bringing up the rear. Yeah. <laughs> I have bought two bows. I was say, you actually kind of went the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> you went uh, and, well, was it a Realm X? Mm-hmm. That's a good bow. Yeah, I just bought it yesterday. What'd you get on, uh, for it? Uh, five ninety nine is what I paid. Seriously, for. Mm-hmm. brand pretty much brand new. It wasn't yeah, so brand new, not registered though, right? Yeah, it's unregistered and there's not a scratch on it. No, like, it, if they would have told if they'd have told me that it's new, I would have believed right. it. So if you didn't buy that bow, I would have bought it. There was a line of about four people I found out behind me. Just out of principle, I would have bought it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so because I wasn't in the market for a new hunting bow yeah. at all, as far as like. You know, a more expensive one, I guess. Right. Well, guys are saying that's one of the best Botex ever made. Yeah. Um, it's right here. So. I know I Austin like sure likes that bow. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys do. Yeah. Um, I could actually turn it and sell it for more right now. Oh, dude, for sure. I've seen guys posting those. I don't know what they're getting for them, but I've seen posting them brand or uh, like good condition for seven seven fifty, mm-hmm. which is about right. I mean. Yeah, because there's only like 1100 new. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So that's right in the ballpark. Well, unless you're shooting a Hoy and then 40% out the bottom. So, um, well, it depends who you ask. Some guys say, Dude, I, I got 1400 for it. Well, mine mine was 14 but fully rigged. Mm-hmm. There was like $2,400 worth of, worth of shit on there. So, yeah, I took it in the pants on my Hoyt, um, just like a lot of guys are. But, oh, by the way, have you seen the latest and greatest with the Hoyt risers on the RX3? Yeah, uh, seen a lot of RX3s for sale. A lot of them. Yeah. The same thing happened with the RX1s. Well, I think I'm talking about... Year, I, see, I don't know if it was a bad batch or a bad run. Not looking to throw Hoyt under the bus here, but when you come out with a $1,700 bow, any little small thing is going to get magnified. Mm-hmm. And so when your shit's not lining up with your sight, have you seen that? Mm-mm. So guys are mounting their sights onto their bow, and the sight mounted onto the bow is like that. 
it's oh, like good. canted out or canted in like it's not lined up properly with <laughs> yeah so uh, on on the Hoyt page on Facebook it was just like anybody else seen this and it was like ding 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 ding, ding. like I was like holy crap that could explain why so many of them are for sale could be could be well Hoyt's fixing them for free from what I hear well they should they should it's a warranty issue. And they should give you a new one yep. free of charge, so you end up with two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Chris hasn't, you know, Chris Dunlap from Elk River hasn't seen any come into his shop yet, but um, they're out there. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm done with that stuff. I mean, like Hoyt's and I just, I think I've said it before on here is I don't feel like you're getting anything new. There's only a couple companies mm. that are like doing new things. I'm not saying they're the best or anything, but. It's not worth a new bow. The only, like, the only reason I bought a new bow this year is because right. it got such a good deal. But they are Realm X. Yeah, that's just, a good bow. They're just bows are getting more expensive, and you're not getting anything new. I don't think. Right. I'm shooting part. that BTX, and I like it way more than my RX one. Yeah, and that's what a three year old bow. Yeah, four maybe. Yeah. Granted, you know, limbs may explode at any point. So, yeah, that's a real thing. That was I, that I, was their year of whoops, we screwed up. Uh, but I'm not sh- I'm not even sure if it has the updated limbs. I don't think it does. Um, but if it'll it does explode, about, they'll take care of me. Yeah, but it'll probably happen about September first. You don't you ri- wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? But uh, so yeah, so the bow build that I just got done completing is the BTX. It's the budget bow. I am four hundred and fifty two dollars into this bow. Fully set up. I just got Mostly. the sight. Huh? Mostly. Mostly. Okay, so there's some weird shit that went on with this bow, and <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get called out on it. So I maybe I should get ahead of it. <laughs> okay. So the uh cam, I believe it was the top cam. There was some weird shit going on there when we set it up. It was set up incorrectly. Um I take, you know, as a shooter, should have been on top of it. Kept shooting it, even though obviously something was whack because I was chasing. We were shooting three spot, and I just happened to keep adjusting my sight just to basically chase the arrow to keep it in the yellow. Probably shoved out on over a thousand shots through the through it with the cam all messed up, and it was eating the string. It mm-hmm. it ruined the cam. You you're the one that took it in there for me, so you could probably yeah, tell that everybody thing was nasty. So <laughs> we put it on the drawboard up there, and he's like. Because they couldn't figure it out, really. They're, really? I don't know what's going on with this thing. Because hmm. they couldn't get to time. Well, that doesn't make me feel any worse. Though. Yeah, so they, <laughs> we put it on the drop board. He's like, watch this. So the top cam came around and hit the cable mm-hmm. on the stop like it's supposed to. The mm-hmm. bottom cam was way out. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you're way out of time. But he's like, so it should keep pushing the cable. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to keep drawing it. It should right. push it. It would just stay. That's it. That little bit of resistance, really, the bearings were just letting it free spin. Oh, really? So it would it would hit just a little resistance, and it wouldn't keep diving into the cable like it it should have, right. being that far out of time. Right. It would just stay there, mm. and the, the cam would the bearings would move, but it was so jacked up. That's a free floating bearing custom cam system. That's right? uh, gonna explode <laughs> in your face at any um, time. So, anyways, you know me, and I've said it before. I'm not a cam guy. I haven't dove into that yet. I'm more of a, like the other shit kind of guy. So I I was messing with the micro sync dials because I was chasing an issue that I wasn't qualified to be dealing with. I think you had a big issue going on, and it was just like trying to band aid it. That's what. Yeah. So I was using the micro sync dials, and like, dude, don't even touch those. After I found out. So long story short, I I had got this string from Austin prior to that. Some guys had a problem with me putting it on there. Well, the string's on there now because they wouldn't even give you the old string back. It was so torn up, like it was mm-hmm. it was shot. So. Um, I shoot enough to where I would have had to replace that factory string probably in August anyways. Um, maybe if, maybe if before. Even. Yeah, maybe before. So now I got that fancy new string on there. So if, if you want to count that against me, then count it against me. But well, I'm going to um, failed. So I'll, I can go buy a Sam <laughs> I failed my right own now. goddamn challenge. Gosh darn it. So it's got that pretty blue string on there. It has the whisker biscuit, which a lot of guys are Jesus. wiping their nose at me. Like just... Psh, you're shooting a whisker biscuit? Hell yeah, I'm shooting a whisker biscuit. I hope it freezes this year on you and you're we, gonna be like, we don't oh, get, I can't do anything. We don't get cold enough weather for that, though. Yeah, I say that for last week. <laughs> <laughs> we got like a foot of snow in Roseburg. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's like Hawaii getting snow for the first time. Do you hear about that? No. Yeah. Do I'm all, I'm full of all ending. sorts of news. Fucking world's ending. Fake news. Uh, yeah. Come down, uh, CNN. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we got the BTX31 set up with custom, uh, Austin's custom high voltage bowstring on there um things awesome my score i've said this every time every time i put austin strings on there here's a little plug for austin i get more accuracy whether that is just 
mental confidence or there's actually something to that? That, that could be part. I, I think there's actually something to it because, I mean, uh, you on, know, my target, on, on my target bow, yeah. I put his string on there and we tuned it real quick. I jumped out in the range and I shot the highest score I ever have. Did you really? Yep. So, and then I've consistently, for the most part, I've dropped down lower a few times, so mm-hmm. that's just shooter error. But for the most part, I'm higher now than I was ever. Hmm. So I used to float typically like 292 to 294. Mm-hmm. Now, except the occasional round where I'll hit like 290. I think I've even shot like a 288. But How dare uh, you? Yeah. Typically <laughs> now I'm at like 296. Really? So, I mean, and I don't know, like you said, I don't know if it's a confidence thing. You know, I, or just I, a, I think it's more of a consistency thing. Right. Well, so. for for the for the budget bow that I'm shooting, you're shooting a target bow. That one is, yeah. Yeah. So, and you're noticing an increase in accuracy with the with the hunting bow that I'm using. I'm sh- I was shooting 288s pretty consistently. Now I'm like 292s pretty consistently. So I mm-hmm. gained that four feet or that four point bump, kind of like you did. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be something to that. So. Thanks, Austin, for hooking me up with that string. It didn't go against, you know, there were, part of the rules was there's no special deals. That's a special deal. I mean, straight up. However, mm-hmm. it, it was going to be put on there anyways because I was going to out, I was going to shoot through that string quicker than shit anyways. So yeah, well, I just got that <clears throat> realm and I'm already ordering a string from Austin for it. And really, that that but factory string came tell has been shot, but mm. I can't. I just think it's more. The only I, factory string say. I've ever liked was the Matthew Zebra mm-hmm. string. That was only. That was the only one I ever thought was decent. I put 18,000 shots to that factory string. Shelby's was almost three years old before I replaced it. Really? And I don't, it probably could have kept going. I just mm. was kind of done with, you know, we were going to Mount Emily and everything. Mm-hmm. Called Austin said, uh, send me one. I'm where, not risking anything. Where did I put that shitty stabilizer? There's uh, a there's stabilizer. One on there's one on this bow. <laughs> That's a good stabilizer. I know. Screw you. <laughs> no, there's that. There's that cheap, cheap, uh, quick disconnect stabilizer. Where is oh, no, it? You're pointing at it. No, that's I just had it. Anyways, that's going on to the budget bow. This uh, last version prior to the MRT system, I have a Fast Eddie two pin, regular version, but it has the double pointers on there. Uh, came with a sight tape, which I don't know which one, it, which one it is. But anyways, um, I got that. I traded the SKB case basically straight across for it i sold the case for 120 and then picked up this site lightly used for 120 um not a smoking deal that's fair price i offered i offered the price the guy took i thought it was the xl so yeah that's that's top of the market for him yeah he got a good deal on that Mm -hmm. that was shipped but i mean it's still that's a 200 something dollar site brand new it is, yeah. So I mean, you still got a good deal. I mean, it's just yeah, it wasn't a great deal, but you know, I I have talked to the guy online before. Part of the deal was that you can't know the person. I've never met him. It was Matt Lux. Never met the guy, uh, but talked with him a little bit about bows previous to this. So I paid, you know, I kind of just paid top of top dollar for this site just because I it was kind of I knew kind of knew the guy, but never really met him before. Um, so kind of knew the guy, so kind of, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm, everybody's like, dude, you didn't even do your own challenge. But I, I, like I said, I've never met the guy oh. was hell was not a special deal. By I'm going to get there. Don't worry. But, uh, there's a bow on Craigslist right now. I'd go buy if Shelby's head wouldn't spin all the way around. <laughs> so, uh, just sell, uh, just sell something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cause it's a pretty good deal. It's an older, but it's an older Hoyt, but, mm. um, it's set up and it's got, like a older black gold site, and mm-hmm. so it's a Tricon, and it's got decent accessories for that time frame. Tricon was a cool bow, man. Mm-hmm. They're heavy, but they're like, I mean, we were just kind of bashing Hoyt a little bit, but it's like Tricon was like their the older stuff was top notch. Yeah, probably right Ish. around there. Six that was to eight around the time there. of the uh, the Alpha Max. Around that time, but mm-hmm. I think the Alpha Max it was right later. after all the Tech Series stuff. Like the Viper Tech. And, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good bow. That was a cool bow when it came out. I remember that. Because uh, that might have been 2007. Two, between 07 and 09 is when that bow came out. I'm, yeah, it's, it's somewhere in there. <clears throat> it's before 2010. I know that. Yeah. Um, Buy it. I know. I need to. <laughs> but dude, so we, I bought a Target bow, set it up. Uh-huh. We go on vacation. Out of country, I come home and buy another bow. So if I bought another bow, oh, dude, Shelby's head. You'd be balling. Oh, no. she Shelby's would, head she would, would literally think, spin all the way around. She would think that you're such a stud. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, so we're going over over the rest of the site, and I, I got the gold tip arrows that came with the bow, and I'm going to use the muzzies. Uh, I might buy a pack of Exodus. Gross. Yeah, I might buy a pack of Exodus. I can afford it on my budget, 
and still be out and hitting the woods. I want to hit the woods with three different types of broadheads that the bow shoots so I can shoot. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but I want to get what? as what? many. A bunch of different stuff. It's just a bunch of different shit. Uh, but I want, to, I want to shoot something with Exodus this year. I want to shoot something with like a slick trick, and I want to shoot something with a muzzy hybrid. Uh, like turkey, maybe a bear. I really want to shoot a bear. Absolutely. But um, I want to try a bunch of stuff out and keep keep testing gear out, even though I'm on a budget. So um, I might do some wheeling and dealing on, on the arrows and the uh, muzzy. Well, the muzzies aren't really worth anything. And I still have these lighted knocks I could sell. They're pink. $8. S-knocks. S <laughs> so, yeah, if anybody wants those, let me know. But uh, So, yeah, that's the budget bow, and I'm totally pumped. Um, what's a, What kind of shoots do we got coming up? Um, Myrtle Creek's like this weekend, I think. I'm not going to make it because I work Sunday night. And last time I did that, I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. And I didn't get to take a nap. I was hurting so bad. Mm. Like I woke up at five and didn't get off till like five in the morning. So I'd been up for 24 hours or so and not a good idea. So I'm not going to do it again. And then Poodle Creek's coming up in like the end of this month. That's a good shoot. Yeah, I'm glad they canceled. I'm glad they canceled it. Yeah. Because... I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna make it. No one was. Dude, the snow was so bad when they. Well, had I didn't even care about that. But we landed in the country that day, hmm. Saturday morning, technically, and I was gonna go shoot it. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got home, it was three, and I'd have to turn around and go back to Eugene around eight. Like that just doesn't work. So I was glad they canceled it. So. Well. It's just silly. I mean, why would you have people risk it? Granted, I, I didn't even go to the Grants Pass shoot just because there was a skiff of snow on the ground mm-hmm. here. And I'm like, well, if the passes are going to be really bad. But um, I, I'm kind of excited now they got this. I really want to put that nice stabilizer back on back on the bow. I need to figure out how to finagle that thing back on Can't there. shoot a hinge either. That's, I, that's right. I got it. Well, yeah, now I'm forced to start shooting that, that cheap release I got, wherever that thing is. <laughs> but, uh, God, yeah. yeah you can't even shoot a short and sweet. I can't even shoot your short and sweet. My my bow came with that caliper release, but I shoot that caliper release pretty good. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I killed the bottom course in Myrtle Creek with the hinge, and then I sucked. Not I didn't do very good on the upper course. Um, but I, I feel like if I use that caliper release, I could beat, beat my hinge score pretty easily because I would shoot consistently. I didn't shoot super good at Myrtle Creek. Hmm. Um, I was starting to get a little quick on the trigger. I didn't shoot my hinge. Right. I was starting to get a little quick on the trigger. I caught myself a few times. Took about 15 targets. I was watching. Mm-hmm. Took, it then, took a while. But you were shooting good in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, right out of the gate. I was killing Dude. it. And then yeah. my freaking pointer finger came back to me. <laughs> like, hey, why don't we just slap that real quick? <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, And then my confidence kind of went to crap. And then it just. I shot better than I say I would have a year ago or so. But. Mm-hmm. I wasn't shooting yeah. good. You know who was shooting good on the bottom half was Mike. Yeah, he was killing it. Yeah. He like, was keeping up because I was, I was shooting hundreds on the bottom, and he was – his arrow was right next to mine pretty much the whole time. I was shooting – so what he shoot, like two or three zeros or two zeros or something like that? Mm, I don't know. I think he did have two zeros. And I barely I barely beat him. Yeah. I blanked, so, I blanked a target. <laughs> so did I. And I barely blanked that target. Yeah. I don't even know. I felt so good. The arrow, yeah. it's like yours. Yeah. Like, like, it was like 35 yards between those trees. And mm-hmm. boom, arrow goes off. I'm like, <laughs> money. And then a bunch of noise and brush uh, flying. I'm like, oh, I don't know what just happened. That's so funny. <laughs> well, on mine, dude, uh, like, what's the range? All right, 51. Okay, dialed. I start walking off. I'm like, nailed it, dude. And then I don't hear it. I'm like, what the hell? And then yeah, everybody at least starts. I didn't call mine. Yeah, you, I called. You turned like twelve, and I'm like, well, actually, it's in the <laughs> dirt. So, oh, uh, you know, humble pie. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you do. I that was the best. I seriously think that was the best shot I had all day. Was one that, and I for some stupid reason I dialed the forty five. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I just wanted to punch myself in the nuts for that one, dude. <laughs> I felt like such a douche. I'm like. Mm, nailed it. Walked off. <laughs> Here it hit the dirt. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I think you could. Do, I think I think we were all laughing after that one. Uh, but yeah, you know, after that, it was it was it turned out to be a really good day. Um, once we started shooting the bottom, course. yeah, the weather held out. Weather held out. Yeah, and so. with the hinge, and you know, we had a running deer. Uh, one of the targets were with a running deer, and I just went into that saying, "I'm going to punch the shit out of this hinge" because. I, I I just know if I try to execute a shot, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up uh, just just 
wham on my release and I hit it in the ass. Like, I don't think I've ever, I don't know. I'm always at least, at least an eight. If I'm not an eight, I'm just outside in the body somewhere. Dude, I freaking squared that, that ham up on that running deer. I was like, man, shooting a hinge on the run or in a moving target. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. But, uh, so some other stuff that we got to go over. Um, I kind of want to get this. Let's, let's just get it out of the way. Now we got my hat right here. And I should probably take a video while we do this. And for the patrons of the show, we have they have a one in six chance of winning. Except I put my name in here. I almost felt like taking Austin's name out of there because Austin is Austin, and I don't know if he'd want to win. But his Austin Kincaid's name's in there because he's a patron. But I almost felt guilty having him in there because he's a friend of the show. He's been on the show, but. It is what it is. He's a patron. He's supposed to call me back. I called him on my way here, and we got to talking. He's like, hey, I'll call you right back. Mm. He hasn't called me, so <laughs> Austin. Um, <laughs> when you listen to this, yes, I, I remember that you didn't call me back. So let's go ahead. I'm going to hop on to, to Patreon real quick. I've got the OP hat, which, uh, by the way, I, I am— I think mine makes me less accurate. Yours does? Yeah. I, no, shooting next to me makes you, like, make, makes you less <laughs> That's accurate. That's for sure, dude. So uh, with witnesses— I'll shoot like a <laughs> 298 on a Vegas face. I shoot next to you, I'm a 290. Mm-hmm. And then you'll leave, and I'll shoot another round with, like, say, Tanner, 297. <laughs> like, I died. I got to bring you down to my level. Something. Take a photo or hold. Although you weren't there the day I shot the wall. So. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you weren't there the other day. I shot the wall. Yeah, because Tanner made fun of me, and that's when he shot the boxes at the roof. <laughs> I remember that. He's lucky there wasn't, like, expensive merchandise in those boxes. Dude, I. I mean, that's like, I mean, if we were outside, he would have made it like a good 100 yards the wrong way. I mean, that's way high left. It's way <laughs> over here. Uh, so let's go ahead and record this video. I don't know how long of a video we can record, but we're going to go ahead and record. So here's the hat. All six names are in the hat. I got them on Post-it notes that are folded up, so you can't. Whoop, holy smokes, what do we do here? Oh, jeez. I hear myself talking. I, I know. Dude, I'm so such a dummy Uh, i think i just uploaded that video without us actually loading anything okay so we're gonna do a second video here go ahead and yeah go ahead and draw a name not that one (laughs) austin if i draw your name you owe me strings we should just throw his back in there so okay so go ahead and open it quick richard mays oh (laughs) the video ended right before so richard Uh, mays won um which funny because he just commented. He says, I'm feeling lucky. Uh, well, he, so congratulations, man. I'll get you in contact. Um, upload failed. Good. Doesn't need to be uploaded anyways. But uh, here, take a picture with that with that post-it note real why quick. It's not my name. <laughs> Richard Mays. There. There we go. Cool. So congrats, man. So basically what that was was a Patreon-only giveaway. It's yeah, I don't know how much the giveaway is worth, but basically Chris Dunlap is going to build whatever you want for an arrow setup with footers and everything. So pretty cool. Um, pretty cool di- deal there. Thanks, Chris, for hooking him, uh, Richard up with that. But I'm also going to be giving away uh, this Raptor Razor, brand-new Raptor Razor kit. that um, comes with the Mako, I think is what it's called, and then it comes with the like the Razor, Raptor Razor Claw. I wonder if those things work. Thing. They're pretty damn sharp, I'm not going to lie. Um, I wonder if they hold that. I, I, I don't know. Um, I had one before. Actually, I have an old, like, when they came out, uh, tree cutter, like, limb saw. Mm-hmm. And that thing's held an edge pretty pretty good. Yeah, because um, sometimes they, things, I'm not saying then, but right. just don't, you know. Well, it, to me, don't I, hold I, an edge. I was, I was going to partner with them, and, and they've been, like, one of the coolest companies to talk to. Um, just really, really cool people that work there. I, honestly, I think it's a great company. Uh, but just the followers of the show and, and, and the general people, too gimmicky and too heavy. Mm-hmm. It, it just, when I posted it, guys, it wasn't received very well. Uh, for somebody, somebody you know, like a different audience for maybe a whitetail hunter that doesn't have to pack shit around all day, it, it's probably a win, you know. Mm-hmm. But for the guys that are backcountry or hunting, and, and the, the, first, like the number one comment was, I'm not going to carry that around. Mm-hmm. And you can see how heavy it is. I mean, that's, if that was a knife, that'd be a pretty heavy knife. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... But uh, it's a pretty cool idea, pretty cool concept. You can keep things inside the handle, like matches and stuff. Um, really, I, I really like the idea of the product, and uh, the fish fillets look good and everything. So thanks, uh, Raptor Razor, for, for sending me that, and uh, we'll definitely be giving that away here soon. 
And it, like I said, it's the whole kit. It's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, don't cut yourself. It kind of has an ulu on that one claw thing. Um, they are sharp. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, so shout out to Raptor Razor on that one. Um, I'm still looking at partnering up with with a knife company. I haven't figured out who or anybody that wants to uh, partner up yet. But I think it would be cool to have a knife company that supports the show. At least gives free shit to our listeners, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was saying about not holding an edge is like, and I, I won't say who it was because it just their customer service is awesome, and I I think they build a good product. But right, the broadhead Shelby was using <laughs> after after the incident, uh-huh. so the ones we went to after that, oh. dude, those things come so sharp, it's insane. But you shoot it into a Reinhardt once, mm-hmm. you have to sharpen it. Yeah, you could like lick it and it won't cut you. That's not the Van Diemen's, is it? Mm-hmm. No, no, those things held an awesome. Edge. These ones are named after a bear. Yes. <laughs> and, and a piece of wood. And a piece of and, wood. Um, <laughs> so, no, uh, those Van Demons, they were great. I mean, I shot them through that deer and through bone, and they were still – I mean, that broadhead needed a touch-up, but it was yeah. it was still pretty sharp. That's like, a, it would catch your nail if you ran yeah. across it still. That so. surprises me about the grizzly stick uh, broadheads because I've heard really good things. I haven't shot them yet, mm-hmm. but I've heard that – They were tough. The I edge mean, retention's good, but – your experience was different just shooting it into a Reinhardt. Yeah, once or twice, and it was, like, just dull. Really? Mm-hmm. That is interesting. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I sh- I had a 125, and I shot it into brick, mm-hmm. and it held up. Mm-hmm. Um, that was out of a recurve, but it held up. So, I mean, they're tough. They're insanely sharp when you get them, mm-hmm. but they just they don't hold it. Interesting. So, so what, what heads are you going to go with this year? Um, I'm going to go back to a three-blade. Same here. And which will be the first time in probably eight years now. Um, Has it really been that long? Dude, I haven't shot a three blade in a long time. Hmm. So, well, since I very first started going east, mm-hmm. um, which was like right out of high school, and that's, that's been 10 years. So, hmm. so yeah, it's it's probably been eight years or so since I shot a three blade. Um, Not any particular ones picked out or what? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Strikers again. Really? G5s, You're yeah. You're going to go something new? Exciting! No, those those strikers <laughs> are they're they're a good head. I've shot them before. Right. Um, they're just they're a good head. So I think that's if for a replaceable blade. I mean, that's probably yeah, one of they're the better. tough too. They're yeah. very tough. That or Wackums. I thought about going to a Wackum mm. four blade, but what slick trick? I don't like the tips. Mm. Like the strikers and the Wackums, they've got more of a cut on contact. Mm-hmm. The they're just they seem solid. Right. The slick tricks and everything, and I'm not saying anything bad about them, but they just, yeah, I don't know. What's really I don't appealing like it. about those, and and those are on my list to use this year, is the blade thickness and just how bulky they are. Uh, but the Exodus, they look really tough, and the blade thickness is good. I've heard ninety nine percent positive mm-hmm. about both the Slick Trick and the the Exodus this year, or not this year, but just in general. Um, and you know, I'm going back to Old Faithful, back what I what I started hunting with. This is kind of a nostalgic year for me because I can't afford to use. <laughs> with the budget i can't afford to use what i like to use so the green muzzies and and uh well i always used axis arrows but the green muzzies are coming back i'll I'll just use all six of those on turkeys or something <laughs> uh get them out of the way i mean at what point do i ha- do i have to stay inside the budget i mean I've, i'm gonna successfully go hunting for 452 dollars with a killer i'm gonna say i'm gonna call it a killer setup for 452 i'm pretty happy with what i got yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, pretty luck of the draw on that mm. one. But dude, I found another one that was four fifty with better accessories, BTX thirty one. That the guy, um, I, I didn't have you know a need for it, but I could I could have picked it up for probably four fifty shipped. And That's it came with everything. Good. It came with everything. Well, look, I just sold my Elite for three seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. Shipped. Yeah. So that's a good deal. Mm-hmm. With H H A. Yeah. Uh, old. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big fan of those. No, me either. The low, low of the totem pole HHA, and it was old. I right. bet I've had that since I was in like middle school. Really? Yeah. So, so. speaking of sites, I kind of wanted to get into um, <laughs> some gear. I had a conversation with Aaron Parker the other day, and he's he's a gun guy, and uh, he was. <laughs> this is leading into a, a topic for archery, but I'm gonna have to go into <laughs> muzzleloaders for a second. Oh god! Okay, I'm gonna tie this shit in here real quick. So he sent me, or he was showing me this this muzzleloader that uses a casing, 
It's a cent- looks like a center fire muzzleloader. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Remington. Might be a Remington. And uh, anyways, it uses a casing. So immediately right there, I'm thinking, okay, it has a f- it has a casing like a regular rifle would. But you and you load that in there empty, and then it has a primer in the in, in basically in the middle of the casing. So it'd be like a center fire, mm-hmm. and then you pour the powder and then the projectile and you shove it inside the casing. It's a bullet. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Okay, <laughs> it's like a hybrid muzzleloader here. Or what so, are we doing? And, and I don't muzzleloader hunt, so I'll just put my two cents in real quick. Because I've seen shows, dude, they're shooting animals at like eight hundred yards with a muzzy. Oh, it's a muzzleloader. Yep, that's a far rifle dude. shot. Like I've never even shot anything. I've shot, the, far, the farthest thing I've ever shot was like eight hundred yards with a gun. That is one thing Oregon has done well is kept it. Primitive. Prim, pretty primitive. Traditional, so. especially with the muzzle loaders. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I like that because it's like... I do like that. Because you get these muzzle loader seasons and they're kind of like a bow season. You know, they're a better season. Right. You know, as time frame wise. Right. And then you get these guys that can shoot a thousand. I mean, and more. I mean, if it's illegal, more power to you. I mean, I would do it too. I mean... But it's I like... Can... <laughs> dude, that's not a muzzle loader. That's I, a I, rifle. I mean, if it's just because... Okay, here I say this all the time with it, it work because I'm a safety guy at work. And, you know, OSHA is the absolute minimum to be legal. Well, people like to say that, well, I'm OSHA approved. I'm OSHA compliant. Okay, but that's the minimum. I mean, just because we can use a muzzleloader that shoots 800 yards, should we be using a muzzleloader that shoots 800 yards? If you're, it just to me, and guys, this is such a slippery slope. I'm going to get preachy here because you you can say the same thing if you use a trad bow and I'm using a compound bow. You can say the same thing with archery. Like 20 years ago, 50 yards was an insanely far shot with a bow. Mm -hmm. Now you guys, you've got guys shooting things consistently over 100. Over, yeah. And I don't really, I guess, condone that. But at the same time, if a guy's put his work in, the gear's more than capable. So more power to you. Right. But at the same time, um, like the, I think it was Colorado, you know, they're, they're starting to be pushed back with regulations saying, okay, well, you guys are becoming too successful. Mm-hmm. You're becoming too lethal with the equipment that you're using. We're going to have to scale back the tags, change the regulations, shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I don't know what the solution is. Cause once the Pandora is out of the box, good luck getting it back in. I mean, you guys have, but basically center fire muzzleloaders now is basically mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. I, when I saw it, I was like, okay, what's, what are we doing here? Well, like, what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. Is it to, is it to, uh, loophole the regulations? Like, are you creating that product? So you found a loophole and you're, and you're being able to shoot 800 yards during muzzleloader season. Was there an actual need for 800 yard muzzleloader or are you just trying to push a new product and, and, and create a new industry? I mean, what what is the intent behind it? Because you know, if they came out with a bow that shot three hundred yards accurately, I think everybody would probably buy that bow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sure as hell would. I love shooting long range. At least with archery, you gotta be good. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, well, I don't know, man. It's just and where I'm leading with that is is I think that's a thousand dollar muzzleloader. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I wish, don't know. I don't really want to talk about really. that because I don't know enough about it to be intelligent in that area, mm-hmm. but seeing that and then also you texting me and this is where I'm segueing into archery sites check this out segueing into archery sites you texted me something about financing an archery site yes I saw a <laughs> bow company Jesus that it, and it's a site company yes again I'm not going to say who they offer 12 month financing for a, their sites that's how expensive they are is that they have to do 12 they offer it so upon approved credit you can get a a loan for a bow site through the company. Jesus. First off, if you need a loan for the site, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Second off, that's outrageous anyways. Because, I mean, that's how expensive it is. That site, the one I sent you, isn't even their most expensive one. And it costs, like, what I just paid 500? for. Yeah, five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. That's retarded. And that's, like, I think that's one of their lower end ones. I shouldn't say that's retarded. I should say that is a misallocation of resources <laughs> if you were buying that. No, buying it's fucking that. retarded. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, and, and guys that are probably looking at me, I'm like, dude, you bought a $500 pair of boots. That's retarded. I'm like, okay. Everybody can spend their money how they want. I, I understand that. No, I don't that. care. If you got the money and you want to spend $1,000 on a site, dude, do it. Get, yeah, we're getting to the, point where you're, to the point where we're financing hunting gear because it's so expensive. 
Mm-hmm. You have to finance something if you can't afford it, basically. Yep. Straight up. So <laughs> it, that's my opinion. Um, that might hit somebody a little wrong. That's why I had to finance my house because I couldn't afford it. Yeah, I can't right? pay cash for this thing. That's why they call it a uh, mortgage. It's just called literally Latin and Greek, death grip. Mm-hmm. That's what mortgage stands for. So, it, you know, coming from a guy that has plenty of debt because we bought a house and had, well, we mortgaged a house, you know, I, I don't know if I agree with financing a bow or financing a, especially a freaking bow site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. I yeah. mean, what are we doing here? I mean, I just, I'm all about the coolest gear and, and buying, you know, that got that Garmin. How much is that Garmin? Is that a thousand dollars? It's over a thousand bucks, I yeah. think. I mean, cool. If guys want to spend the money on that, that's fine. But uh, I've never looked into it because I've never had any interest in it. But I th- right. it's over a thousand. I think it'd be cool to use. I mean, it would, like at a three D tournament. But mm. I don't know, man. It just and you could say, I mean, you got rifle scopes that are two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. I got a thousand dollar scope right there. Um, so there's that side cheap. of it too. But I mean, it's bow. It's it's archery. It's supposed to be more right primitive. I mean, it, that's just the way it's supposed to be. You know, I am about. An eighth of an inch from turning into a tread guy. Like I am just so. I'm not done with it. Yeah. Um, I Ryan can't called. You sold everything. Yeah, Ryan asked me the other day when I was coming back into it, and I'm coming back. Don't worry, it's there. I just I have got right. no desire to not do it. I just I well I went into target archery mm-hmm. um, just because the timing was right. And then um, <laughs> that's your second one. Uh, yeah. Jesus, those aren't even little beers; those are pounders. No, those are big, big old girls. <laughs> uh, it's my weekend. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, don't judge me. God, I sound like my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go back to trad eventually. But yeah. the the target thing—it's I finally got into that for a good price. Right. So I dove into that and. It's it's time consuming. Well, and both of them are time consuming. Super time. So. If you want to be effective and and actually lethal, it's very time consuming. So with trad stuff, dude, I was shooting every day. Yeah, you got to. Uh, yeah, because if I skipped say four or five days, I'd right. go, I'd go to shoot at thirty yards. And my last group at thirty yards five days ago was the size of my fist. Mm-hmm. I go to shoot thirty yards and I'd miss the whole bag mm. twice. Like, that's just me. I mean, maybe not everyone's that way, but for me, I had to be on top of it. Every so, day. Yep. Yeah. So, Well, like me, I, I, I love to shoot my compound bow before we leave camp in the morning. Like I, I just, one or two shots, just let me get the creaks out of my arms, my bow, mm-hmm. you know, the pop. Like let me just get a shot before I leave camp. And I did that when we went to Idaho. Colder and shit outside. I didn't feel like it, but I shot 20 and then backed up and shot 30 and then went hunting. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it's a, that little last confidence builder that I need. Yep going into the hunt that's the other thing i liked about trad was it, it allowed you to shoot more all day oh uh, yeah you all could day. literally just be like oh look i carried a uh, judo tip with me mm-hmm. and i would just shoot at random stuff yeah and walk up and then get it and then keep going right when you can do it with a compound but you're gonna break a lot of arrows right so, uh, well i guess what really started getting me thinking more serious about it, i was listening to uh i think it was brian um and and aaron snyder on on his podcast talk about the experience that he's getting from compound hunting and now how he's, you know, a rifle hunter, a long range rifle hunter is not getting the same experience, um, of, of harvesting an animal as a traditional or a compound bow hunter is when you're mm. not getting them in 20 yards, beagling pissed off at you, you're shooting them at 800 to a thousand. That's not the same experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying that's, that's apples and oranges. That's not yeah. even the same thing. And, and what, Aaron was saying is like when you make that leap from compound to to traditional it's it's a whole nother experience like you are you it's like that big of a difference between a compound and a rifle and I just like man I love hunting so much and I love that he's like and if you like love being around the animals and being in their presence and just learning about them he's like you're missing out on so much if you're not yeah I did two seasons with a with a yeah traditional well I did a late season deer Uh uh-huh and then, and well, kind of September too. Mm-hmm. And then this year, what I could. Right. Um, I didn't have much of a season of my own period, but. Um, I know I could get a shot. I, and or, I had close calls. Right. And because that's the other thing is you can't draw and hold. So, and that's, I think, one of the biggest downfalls is like the bull Shelby shot. Mm-hmm. Um, when we met you guys over there. 
I wasn't at full draw, and that bull was, a, you know, almost there, but I couldn't draw because I knew I couldn't hold it that long. She'd been at full draw the whole time, so <laughs> that that is the benefit to the compound. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it was in my range, but I'm sitting not at full draw, so I still have to get drawn, right? You know, because she drew when she saw the antlers coming. Can't right. do that with the, unless you're like some Superman. You can't. Right. You're not gonna hold a sixty pound bow back. On, I'm not on a recurve for two minutes. Not gonna yeah. happen. I could. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I actually started hitting the gym here uh, like last week. Been like the first like serious workout, consistent workout, like three or four times a week. And I just like I was telling you, like I got this freaking like dad bod going on, but I'm not a dad, so I'm just fat. Yeah. <laughs> I've gained some weight. Dude, I gained seven pounds since December. You gained seven pounds last week. Yeah, but in my <laughs> defense, I was on vacation. You was on vacation. I was yeah. out of the country on vacation. Drinking. Drinking and eating all day. There was a few <laughs> days that like, I was actually like, in pain because <laughs> I was so full. <laughs> I was serious. But, you know, it was good. So what are you going to do? So so for, uh, for this year, what are you going to be doing with a bow this year? for hunting have you figured it out yet yeah well it, it's going to depend on tags too but um i'm going to put in for the same deer tag that mm-hmm. i had last year and then i'm going to put my second choice as the other side of that highway mm-hmm. so hopefully i can at least go in that area um i'm going to scout it no matter what mm-hmm. just because if we don't draw it this year we should draw it next year so I'll scout it and run cameras and everything in there and get to know it better because I'm going to ride that out as long as possible until it goes right. to crap because, I mean, we didn't hunt hard and we killed deer. So Good good bucks. Yeah, and they're there. Yeah. So um, uh, Next year I'm going to take my time. I'm going to make sure it's the deer. I thought it was. Yeah, I only had a couple days. <laughs> so We only had a day and a half. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to spend some more time. And there. I went over there by myself. Yeah. So I'm putting in for it again. Mm, so that and then the other side of the highway will be my second choice and then um for elk i'll put in again for emily like i have been won't draw it i mean i only have 10 points so um and then for elk if we don't draw i don't know i i've been half tempted to just take an actual vacation mm-hmm. and hunt this side with a vacation Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. take like ten days and hunt the coast. That'd be interesting. But I don't know. I really like that east side. So I like not using vacation time. So if I can fill any tag, doesn't matter what it is, I will use. Like after I get off work and go hunt, if I can fill that tag, you bet your ass, because that's mm-hmm. more hunting I can do in Idaho or something like that. Yeah, I thought about going to Idaho this year too. Um, you should. Dude, it's freaking awesome. Over it, there. That's good. It's going to depend on time. Hmm. So sorry, guys that live in Idaho. Yeah, um, <laughs> your state's way better than Oregon. Yeah. So, um, other than that, I shouldn't really draw anything. I shouldn't draw my antelope tag this year. I should draw it next year, twenty twenty. I should be antelope hunting. Hmm. Should be. We'll see. Twenty twenty, or if I don't have it by twenty twenty one, I give up. Because hmm. <laughs> right, like I've got a decent chance this year, but it. it shouldn't happen so next year i should draw it so oregon antelope's not really anything to get excited about i mean you, you wait 13 years for a 14 inch antelope mm-hmm. if you're lucky um 15 inch the unit i that i put in for produces some of the better bucks in the, the bigger, state. bigger mm-hmm. ones yeah and even the archery tag the success rate's like 85 percent. is it really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like the heart mountain my stepdad waited I think, 22 years for that Heart has gone really downhill. It, dude, the biggest buck they saw was 14-something, or maybe 14. And I think that's why my tag has taken a point it, it, jump. Probably. Because those guys that have had that and just Figured said, you know out. what, this isn't worth waiting. Mm-hmm. It's not that far away from there, and I I think that's what – because it, it, it did. It took a big jump. Dude, I haven't talked to anybody that drew that tag, and I, I've been over there, and I've seen the animals that are there. That says it's worth it. I said, don't, don't do it. Dude, I draw a tag whether I plan on using it or not. Because uh, it takes about two years to get it, just because I'm probably hunting elk in that area. And so mm-hmm. if I run across, I mean, there was a time where we ran across like a 14 inch antelope over there, 60 yards, just standing, we're, you know, chasing elk. I could have smoked it. I mean, it mm-hmm. would have been cool. Granted, it hasn't happened since, but, <laughs> you know. It'll never happen when you have the tag. It, well, pff, no, never, never. 
But uh, yeah, for us this year, you didn't get a bear tag, and I can't believe it. you're going to regret nope. that, dude. Yeah, uh, so I I'm just going to go with people. Um, maybe uh, May until we can get out with all the snow. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So yeah, I didn't even apply. So some guys got a second choice. Mm-hmm. Some guys. Was it you or Ryan that did? Wasn't Someone. Me. I'm Ryan not that did. brave. I'm not that Ryan brave. did. Ryan put in for like Mount Emily first choice. Did or he really? Yeah. Dude, there's so many bears there. Oh, dude. I bet that's probably the They're best unit in the state for bears. There. After being there, I've yeah. never seen like or Southwest Oregon has some of the most best bear hunting, biggest population of bears. I there's three, four times the sign mm-hmm. of bears over there. Hey, I only saw two bears over there. Yeah. Like I actually laid eyes on them, but you could not go off the road without finding fresh not bear even sign. not even 50 yards off yeah. the road and it was everywhere everywhere and big bear mm-hmm. big bear poop yep. yeah so uh, well the bear we were watching was big the yeah. second one it was it was a big bear and we watched them for like 20 minutes just tear apart stumps do all sorts of cool stuff can you shoot a bear general season over there i don't know that's why i didn't shoot him yeah because i could have easily shot that bear mm. i mean we watched him for like 20 minutes and that's a big yeah and so hmm. But I just I wasn't sure. I'm like I don't want to shoot find this out. Thing. Yeah, because yeah. I was trying to use my phone, but my phone was working. <laughs> like, can I shoot this stupid thing? <laughs> don't know. But uh, well, I, I I'm excited to finally get a get a podcast back out. And, and just, like I said, it's, I can't believe it's been over a month, and I've had a couple guys get a hold of me like, dude, are you still doing the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm just being a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> been I've been busy too. We got a lot of things going on, but. Um, so we'll be back up to uploading consistently. Um, I've been working with some other guys on, you know, strategies for the, for the podcast. And from what I've heard, it's, it's hitting it really hard during the wrong time of year. So, uh, three podcasts a week in the slowest time of podcast year. Um, you'd be better. I'd be better to do that, you know, starting a summer. So maybe do two podcasts a week instead of three. By the time people start shooting both. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. About a week before the uh, hunting season. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I went to the ranch tonight or today. Was there people there? There was two people there. Really? Yep. I I will say that people have been there almost every time I'm there. And it used to be me there three, four hours a day back when I had my hail on almost every day of the week. And there wasn't anybody there Mm -hmm. as after work. Yep. You could shoot most of the summer and not Not see anybody and then end of july beginning of august all of a sudden you can't even find a lane there and it's like right yeah last time i was there there was like six or eight guys i was like jesus mm-hmm. but it's good to see because i mean great to they're, see they're shooting instead of yeah waiting it's it, great to see you know guys getting out there working their craft but might need to go find a new spot to shoot there's well i only went down there because that's really the only place and i was sighting in but mm-hmm. for me now it's god it's almost 45, 50 miles one way. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, because well, you can shoot at your house, but how far can you shoot at your house? Um, If I want to step into the road, I can get about 80 yards. Hmm. So I just got to, I'm going to build a backstop before I start launching them that far. So, um, but yeah, I can get about 80 yards at the house. That's pretty, 70 that's far. something. That's 80 far yards. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was great when I was really shooting traditional. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could really test myself at like 50 and, still be standing in my yard so so that was good but hmm. well i think we uh we can just wrap this thing up this was kind of a podcast getting back into the habit of podcasting and not being lazy piece of shit no no real topic just talking <laughs> well no we 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 talked about the budget bow we talked uh we drew a name for the uh giveaway that's been going on for about three weeks now that i should <laughs> should have drew like two weeks ago and uh, we do everything (laughs) and uh to the guys that are are getting free stickers that cut to the patrons um it's kind of a joke but i found these thank you cards that are super uh i guess cute they got like bumblebees on them and flowers um (laughs) that's what's gonna be uh basically you're gonna get that with a sticker so if you're wondering what the heck's up with the with the thank you card i thought it was funny and so, uh, yeah, thank you for, for supporting the podcast. The guys that aren't patrons, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you ever want to become a patron to the show, go to patreon.com uh, forward slash uh, on point podcast. And $1, $2, we're going to create tiers, which I probably should have done being a better business person. I probably should have done that off the get go. But uh, we're going to have different tiers for um, for patrons who want to have like more skin in the game, but also be, have access to more um badass giveaways and then more access to me or the show or, or, or the guests and uh 
I don't know. I just pl- I plan on having a, a lot of things. And then for the guys that are going to Hoodoo this year, um, I'm going to have a lot of swag, a lot of a lot of stickers and shit. So uh, for the guys that that don't want to order it uh, and want to do it in person, do it there. Do it there at Hoodoo. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to make it to Hoodoo. I want to. I say, I say it every year. You should. Um, I can't shoot Friday. I know I can't shoot Friday. I'll be there Friday setting up. So, well, I leave for a four-month training next weekend. So, Do you? Yeah, so. Um, You're going to need Hoodoo. Dude, yeah. you'll already be up in Salem. Hoodoo's not that far from Salem. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be able to shoot Saturday, Sunday. So, I don't know. Plus, it's not fair to everyone else if I go there to compete. <laughs> <laughs> See how serious that sounded there? Oh, Jesus. Um, I'll give... A sticker to anybody who beats Anthony. <laughs> you don't get that many I need, stickers. I need more stickers. <laughs> yeah, better bulk order those bad yeah, boys. Yeah, right. Um, I'll have uh, another order of our most popular hats. The one that Anthony's wearing, the black uh, hat. The gr- dark gray on black hat's been the most popular one. And then this one that I'm wearing here, the dark OD green. I just got my sight. <laughs> the dark OD green with the back, uh, uh, orange back mesh. Orange, yeah, mesh trucker hat. Mm-hmm. That's been a pretty pretty popular site too, and then the black uh, Cryptek, that was a pretty cool hat. So those we'll have those there, and, and if you guys have any requests for, uh, God, I need to get those shirts back again too. Shit costs money. I just spent a bunch of money on a computer, so a little gun shy at this moment. So yeah, we could use all the patrons, <laughs> all the patrons we need. So, but uh, as always, guys, is there anything you want to go over before we uh, wrap this bitch up? Not that I can think of. Okay, we're just kind of talking, so I don't. Know. Just kind of talking and and getting back into the swing of things. So uh, expect more from uh, from on point here moving forward, guys. And uh, we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right, that's this episode of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. As always, if you want to leave a review, you can go onto iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. We're on platforms. Uh, pod or like podcast websites I've never even heard of, so I'm not sure how that happens. But we're on pretty much every major platform, including YouTube. If you don't, um, you know, have a have a podcast app handy, or if you're trying to show somebody the podcast and they don't know how a podcast works, you can just send them onto YouTube and they can listen to it on there. So, or you can go to pod, uh, onpointpodcast.com, which is a central hub where you can buy and uh, get all the gear, stickers. Or you can get links to other parts of On Point uh, Media as well. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, you can always go to patreon.com forward slash On Point Podcast. And any amount gets you to be a patron, gets you in the giveaways. But there will be tiers uh, coming soon. Like $1 to $4 will be the bottom tier. 5 to 10 And then 11 to... Uh, or like 5 to 9 And then like 10 to 15 will be the tiers or something like that where you get uh, higher tiers get better giveaways and stuff like that so uh as always guys appreciate you listening and i will see you on the next one bye